Hello and welcome back to The Daily Royal, a podcast covering the daily events of the European royal families. Today we'll be talking about the events from February 3rd, 2020. It was a slow day for most of the royal families. Queen Elizabeth is back to work and the Spanish royals opened the new session of government. Starting off in the United Kingdom, today we had Queen Elizabeth, who attended her first engagement of the year, visiting the Royal Air Force Base Marham in Norfolk, not London like I thought yesterday. Um, The Queen is Honorary Air Commodore of the Royal Air Force. Um, This base houses 3,600 working personnel and provides engineering support across the Air Force. During her visit, the Queen did a quick tour of a couple of different things. Um, So she saw a virtual training session and a um, weapons loading simulation, which looked bizarrely cool. Um... And it was just really, really good to see her back to work. Um, So she has been off since before Christmas, um, spending time at Sandringham. And uh, today she she is back to work and she has a couple more events this week um, as well. So we'll be seeing some more of her. And then also uh, this morning, Kensington Palace tweeted a letter um, that the Duchess of Cambridge wrote in support of Children's Mental Health Week from Place to Be, which is a longtime patronage of Kate's. Um, in the message, she mentions that she is proud of the work that Place to Be is doing um, to help children, young people, and even adults become more confident in looking after their mental health. Uh, the theme of the Children's Mental Health Week is Find Your Brave, which is really cool um, and something that I think is really, really important to, you know, make sure that you're looking after um, your your health and well-being in all aspects, mental, physical, etc. Um, so now let's go ahead and check in with the Belgian royal family. All was quiet for the Belgian royal family today. Uh, no events to at all. Um, so I'm going to take a moment to share one of my quick favorite moments uh, that the Belgian royals have had. And this one is actually really recent. Um, so on October 25th of last year, so 2019, Princess Elizabeth, who is King Philippe and Queen Mathilde's oldest child and heir to the throne, uh, turned 18. And then there was a celebration held for her at the Royal Palace, which is just, that's how I wanted to spend my 18th birthday. Um, During this event, she gave a speech in which she thanked her family and also spoke of her commitment to Belgium and her excitement to learn more as she grows into her role. Um, I think my favorite part of this is how proud her parents looked of her. Um, And it was just really a great event for such an important birthday. Um... And so that's just, you know, a really quick, one of my favorite events. Um, And now we're going to go and see what's happening in Denmark. 
So Denmark is another country that had no royal events today. So another story time. Um, just a brief anecdote that is just kind of my favorite like thing that I know about the Danish royals. Um, and it's also just like my favorite weird royal tradition. So in the Danish royal family, it is tradition to not share uh, names of the newborn royals until their baptism or christening. Um, so for all eight of the queen's grandchildren, their names weren't revealed until the priest asked for them during the baptism. Um, I found this the funniest, and maybe it's just because this is when I was paying attention to the family, um, but when Crown Prince Frederick and Crown Princess Mary had their twins, um, their older two children, Christian and Isabella, were still pretty little, um, and their parents, the Crown Prince the crown prince couple, um, had to work really hard so that their kids didn't, um, spill the beans on the names of the two, uh, babies. Um, so <laughs> they actually really didn't use their names all, use the baby's names all that often, um, so that their kids would hopefully not repeat it not repeat the names outside the house at like school or anything like that. I just think it's really funny and cute. Um, and I also just love how weird this tradition is. Like I can't even imagine trying to keep the name of a baby a secret for three ish months. That just seems so hard. Um, and so I really, I really like it. Um, but yeah, no events from the Danes this week. Um, so let's see what the Dutch Royals were up to. Um, so, guys, there were no events for the Dutch Royals either. <laughs> um, so that means another story time. Uh, this is three in a row, so I'm going to try and keep this one really short since we've already done two others. Um, but because of yesterday being the 18th wedding anniversary of King Willem Alexander and Queen Maxima, I think it's only fitting that my story I share is, um, from their wedding, um, so like I've mentioned a couple of times, I didn't really pay attention to the Royals before 2011. Um, and so they were married in 2002. Also, I was just really young at this point. So I definitely wasn't paying attention. Um, but I have watched their, their wedding on YouTube. It's available um, to watch the whole thing. Um, but there's a particular moment that I just love from this wedding so right after the couple uh, exchanged their vows and rings um, and all that traditional wedding stuff, um, they go back and take their their seats. They had little seats that they were sitting in for the for the ceremony, um, and then there's there was a musical piece. And this particular piece is a, a Latin piece uh, entitled "Adios No Nino." Um, which was played by a man who used an accordion, which is traditional. Um, and it was just a beautiful piece of music. Um, and it was used to pay tribute to Queen Maxima's homeland of Argentina and also her parents who were not at the, um, 
not at the ceremony, um, for political reasons that I can talk about later. Um, but it was, it was just beautiful. And Maxima was overcome by emotion of the moment. Um, and it was just really beautiful. It's one of my, it's just really high up there on my list of Royal moments, um, just because of how beautiful it was. Um, yeah, so that is it for the Dutch Royals. And now we're going to see how the Norwegian Royals were doing today. All right, and we are out of story time. The Norwegian Royals actually had an event today, which is very exciting. Um, it's just a very small event that I have absolutely no details on, but Queen Sonja um, attended a meeting for the Queen Sonja Print Award today, so I'm sure things like what the year ahead looks like for the award and all of that were discussed, but I have absolutely no real idea. Um, other than that, all was quiet, uh, in Norway, but, um, they do have a couple of things scheduled for the rest of the week. So we'll be seeing them every now and then. Um, and now we're going to move into the Spanish Royals. Today in Spain, uh, the 14th session of the government of Spain was opened. So after two years of elections and failed coalitions um, to form a government, Spain finally has a government coalition between two of the um, left-leaning parties. Um, so present at the, at the opening session were the king and queen, as well as uh, the princess of Astorias and the infanta Sofia. Um, which just the professionalism of these girls who are 14 and 12. I had to remind myself that they are 14 and 12 because they were just so grown up today. Um, so Queen Letizia wore a new white dress uh, with an asymmetrical kind of cut, rugged cut hemline um, that I really, really liked, um, especially the top. It was very form-fitting on the top, and I just thought that was very classic and beautiful with a, a hint of um, some fun style there with the, with the skirt of the dress. Um, but then the dress that I am most pleased with is actually um, Infanta Sofia's dress. She wore a white dress that had like a black um, detailing, like line detailing, um, and then a black bow tied around the center. Um, it was very simple, but also super stylish. Uh, no surprise there though at all, um, coming from that family. Um, so during the ceremony, the king, um, followed the president of the Congress, um, with a speech where he spoke to the strength of the democratic process that Spain has utilized over these past two years of trying to form this specific government but also in the 40-some um, years since Spain has become a democracy. 
Um, so for me, being an American who has been in, in a democracy that is fairly well functioning um, for over 200 years, um, I don't really understand what it's like to be a new democracy and kind of all of the struggles um, that the king spoke to. It was, it was really interesting to read his speech. And he, he talked about the challenges with such a diverse population, but like at the end of the day, everyone wanted to serve Spain, which I think is really important to remember. Um, and he actually ended the speech by a very, um, you know, come together, join hands moment where he said, um, this is obviously a translation, um, Spain cannot be against each other. Spain must belong to everyone and be for everyone. This is what Spanish society has wanted for more than 40 years. They still want it that way. And above all else, they deserve it. Um, which I just think is the most like beautiful sentiment and just really um, displays his commitment to his country and all of the challenges that they have faced, but also the the huge promise that he has seen come throughout his entire life. Um, so like I mentioned on his birthday, he was um, eight or 10 when he became, when his father became king and introduced a democracy. So he's, he's seen this all um, since the beginning. And I just think that's really, you know, it speaks to that every time he gives a speech about the democracy and um, the democracy in Spain, it's just really like his passion and commitment to his country is really evident, I think. And then this evening, Queen Sophia was in uh, Athens, Greece, which is where uh, she was born, with her brother, the um, former king, Constantine of Greece. Uh, he was outed as king. Greece does not have a monarchy anymore. Um, and with her sister as well, Princess Irene, for a presentation of the diaries of all of their mother, uh, Queen Federica, um, this is just a side note. What an odd thing to have your diary be read by a lot of people. Like, obviously she didn't write it for that, but like, what a thing. Um, and so it was nice to see the three of them together. Um, so King Constantine currently lives in Greece again. He was allowed to return, um, to living there. Um, but previously when he was first kind of exiled. He lived in London, so it wasn't very often that he got to see his sisters who um, live in Spain. So it was nice to see them all together. There are lots of videos of them, like, laughing and just enjoying each other's company. Um, so yeah, good events for Spain, and like I've mentioned, uh, the Spanish royals have quite a busy calendar this week, so we'll be seeing uh, them tomorrow as well. Um, so now let's go into what's happening in Sweden. In Sweden today, uh, Crown Princess Victoria attended the National Cancer Strategies Anniversary Meeting uh, titled 10 Years, Now We Aim for 2030. Um, so the anniversary meeting provided a look back at the past 10 years and what was done and then a look forward uh, as to what the needs are going into 2030. Um, 
Also at the meeting, there were, there were several awards handed out in which Victoria handed out uh, process manager of the year and contact nurse of the year. Um, so not really sure what those mean, but also just, you know, a great event that, um, and something that is really important to kind of all of the world, not just Swedish, like cancer is everywhere. Um, and so it's great to see Crown Princess Victoria, you know, supporting the work and also making sure that, uh, cancer survivors are being taken care of in the best way possible. Um, so that is all for the Swedish Royals. And that is it for today's pod. Thanks for listening. I'll be back in your subscriptions tomorrow with events from all the Royals. Um, as always, check out the pod on Instagram and Twitter using the handle at dailyroyalpod and the website, thedailyroyal.com, where you can kind of look at pictures and videos from today's events um, each night. Uh, so I look forward to talking to you all tomorrow. Bye.